Uh, Albert Einstein had sex with his cousin for mm-hmm. a long time. A lot of cousin sex. It's, uh... He was a genius. Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast. One of the greatest, if not the greatest, podcast to come out of sunny Hamtramck, Michigan itself. And I am joined here tonight in the house of none other than fan favorite Ian Dixon. Say hello, fan favorite Ian Dixon. Hello, fan favorite Ian Dixon. I'm still getting used to my soundboard, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure I have a button for this. Is it this one? No. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> it should be. Uh, shit. Uh, we can edit these things, right? Yeah. Um, there we go. And I, of course, am Scott Browse. Scott Feeling good. Feeling good. I'm back in Hamtramck. I'm back stateside. I'm an American podcaster now. Yes. Uh, did you know that American podcasters are probably the best paid podcasters in the world? I imagine it's hard to get paid for podcasting in other countries. It's hard to get paid in podcasting at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but here I am trying my best. Yeah, that's right. Um, if you haven't heard the news, I've moved back from Argentina, and the idea is I'm going to become a full-time podcaster, uh, try to live off this podcast, try to live off of the Scottcast. Um, and in doing so, I'm not sure how I'm going to make that money. Uh, maybe we're going to be selling merch. Uh, I'm going to try to sell the intellectual property rights to the Hamtramck Avengers to Disney, see if they can ruin the franchise before it even starts. Uh, but besides that, you know, I'm doing a fresh start over here in uh, Hamtramck, Michigan. I'm moving back to the hometown. I don't think I'm ever going to forsake this town again. Uh, except for maybe like a month or two, once in a while. I will. I can forsake for a month. I think a month-long forsaking is a fine amount of forsaking for one's home. Seems fair. It's, it's, only, it's only healthy, I think, to forsake for a month at a time or two. But uh, but not forever. And I've learned that in my time. You know, and I'm spreading that message on ScottCast. That's why this is the, one of the most valuable podcasts in the world. It's because I give truths like that to power. Mm-hmm. And also, because it's one of the only podcasts you will ever uh, get a taste test of some uh, Danish pipe smoking material. That's what we're doing right here. Uh, Ian Dixon has been so kind as to allow us to smoke pipes in his home. He's got his own pipe he's had since he was in high school. Uh, and I got my pipe that I bought my, in, in Argentina, and we're, we're smoking some Vanilla Choice, a Danish tobacco blend, on the podcast tonight. That's, that's the sound of Ian lighting up, thoughtfully, puffing. He looks like he's about to solve some kind of case. Some deep case that all the other experts in his field could not crack, but they came to him knowing he's good at the difficult puzzle ones. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Something full of drama and intrigue. How's that taste there, Ian? 
tastes like intrigue. It tastes like intrigue. It tastes like uh, being in a, a library with old leather-bound books. Mm-hmm. Forgotten lore kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. With like a ladder. Like there's too many books for you to fucking see them all. Yeah, you need a ladder. You need, you need a ladder and you need a guy who's tired of asking people where his books are. <laughs> <laughs> to ask you, to ask where the book is that you need to look for. This is the kind of broadcasting you get here on StatCast, folks. I had the best sleep of my night last night. My, no, my life last night. You know, fuck me. I had the best sleep of my life last night. Yeah. Got it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, did, I did the flight from Argentina to the United States. It was a 24-hour travel affair. And uh, I landed in Sunningham Tramick. The Dixons took me in and they gave me hot pizza and cold beer. And by 10 o'clock, I couldn't keep my head up. Head up. Head up. I'm the greatest broadcaster in some of the by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I went to go take a sleep on your air mattress upstairs. Mm-hmm. Fucking 12 hours. My Fitbit says I was in a deep sleep for six of those hours. It's like sleeping on air. It's like sleeping on air. It was like I became air. I am air. This is the year of air, folks. And I'm about to breeze through your window. In your airwaves. On the podcast waves. What's up? People are like, is he going to talk about anything else? <laughs> <laughs> We've got thoughts. We've yeah. got plans. I've got a list of topics somewhere. But right now, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just high as fuck. In the moment. Like, I'm not actually high. You know, I'm not, I'm not smoking. High on weed. life. I'm high on life right now. Yeah. On, on my situation, on the possibilities of the future, mm-hmm. you know, because I could go anywhere, and there's only one direction I can go. <laughs> By the way, that's the Scott Cast Duck. <laughs> Sometimes he comes in, just to say, say whatever he needs to say. Um, if you want Scott Cast Duck apparel, just write in, and we'll sell it to you. You know, it's a big, it's a big time in the podcast industry. Not just mm-hmm. because I'm back in Sunningham Tramick. But Apple did a little product update yeah, um, on their podcast apps. It used to be if you had subscribed to a podcast on an Apple device, an iPhone, say, which is like half the devices, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts would automatically download each new episode. Somewhere maybe a month or two ago, Apple decided, ah, we're just going to change that. That's a dumb setting. People are mad about the way we use their data on the phone or stuff like that. So they stopped. And all the major podcasts that got all these huge sponsorship deals, think your Joe Rogans, think mm-hmm. uh, think uh, all those NPR shows, all those different true crime shows, their ratings took a huge dive. Their listener estimates halved overnight. I believe it. Yeah. But guess what? Ours did not. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we've got some serious listener retentionship. Retentionship. Mm-hmm. If people listen to Scottcast, they can't get enough of it. They like Apple doesn't download it automatically for them, so they they're going through the sweat and the hard work to get that MP3 file onto their onto their little device. Yeah. Either that or they're using Androids. That's the benefit of having a podcast that someone has to look for in the first place. Yeah. That's the benefit of being um one of one of these one of these niche podcasts, you know. So if you're listening to us right now, you're on the ground floor, and any any kind of merchandise you buy 
or money you send to us, we'll give you status later on when we're all famous. You might be able to even get a spot on the show and talk to John Cena when we get him in. We're looking to get in John Cena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've already had Stone Cold. We've already had Stone Cold, and he, was, he wasn't he was so nice to us. He kept beating us up. But, uh, yeah, you know, I would like to start this episode off. I'd like to dedicate it to, to an old friend who passed away. One of the quintessential Hamtramck men. If he was here today and we were smoking pipes and talking, uh, he'd love to be on this show. I always, I've tried to get him on this show a hundred times, but, uh, you know, never could at the time. But Mark Rigstad, he was known as the philosopher. He was a philosophy professor over at Oakland University, lived in Hamtramck. He was always in all the different Hamtramck events. And uh, out of nowhere, passed away. It was very sad for me, so I'd like to dedicate this here episode to him. I wish you were ever on, but uh, I tried to get him to listen to the Scott Cast, and he absolutely refused. So he's technically not a Scott Castigator. Yeah. Uh, he said uh, if he was going to do anything with a podcast, it would be a participate in it because he can't have a convers. He can't listen to a conversation. He couldn't listen to a conversation without joining in. I try to tell him about the Scott Cast email bag. All you have to do is email uh, hotforscottcast at gmail dot com. The four is a as a as a number, mm-hmm. and then you could participate. But uh, you know he didn't have the time for that. You know he was a busy man, and it turns out he really didn't have the time for it because he died. Yeah, yeah. So this was dedicated to you, Mark. Missing you. Anyways, we're out of content. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Mark was here. <laughs> You can bring up a subject, for God's sake. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, we're recording this on uh, Sunday. Um, and in Detroit, it's a very particular Sunday. We're, we're about to see, in an hour's time, and right after we record this episode, whether the Detroit Lions advance to the Super Bowl for the first time in history. Mm-hmm. This is the first time in history, right? They were at a championship, but that was before it was a Super Bowl. That was, Bowl. yeah, pre-Super Bowl era, not mm-hmm. back in the 50s. Yeah. I think uh, my dad always pointed out that the last time they were that far in uh, their respective league, that that was the year he was born. So, like, even just today, this is, like, a big deal for my dad, because uh, mm-hmm. technically this is the championship for, what, the division? That's what they call the semifinals, for the, basically. Uh, Conference, I guess. The division champion, this is now the conference championship. Yeah. And then the league championship is the Super Bowl. Right. Right. Okay. And we're aiming for De- for the Detroit Lions to have the league championship because I'm no, I don't half measure things anymore. That's what I learned throughout mm-hmm. this whole experience. Because I'm just going straight forward. I'm capturing all my dreams. We're going to do everything. So please buy the merch. <laughs> when, we, when we come out with it, <laughs> I need to redevelop the Scottcast site. Right now, it's it's a husk of the site it used to be. Mm-hmm. It's just the it's just a list of it's just a list of our episodes right now. The Scottcast store has been offline for a bit. Yeah, but uh, if you could have a if you can have our logo, given this new revival of Scottcast, if you could have our logo printed on any merchandise, what would you like to see out there in the public? Hmm. Like a, like on a like on some bikinis, maybe on um, earmuffs. Like, to please, I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> Perhaps some headphones. Headphones, maybe. Uh, 
If we could print it on some tobacco pipes, I'd have it printed on some tobacco pipes, some Scott Cast pipes. Mm-hmm. You can join in on us while we smoke pipes and talk talk subjects. Yeah. Seems like that would be expensive. Probably because there's no way that's a that's like a ready-made service, right? <laughs> hey, print your logo on this here tobacco pipe. You know, <laughs> BP has a fucking account with them, and mm-hmm. Intel. I don't know whoever puts their logo on merchandise. So okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna dive right into now mm-hmm. that I have my soundboard. I wanted to bring up a classic Scottcast topic. Okay, I'm pretty sure I know how this is gonna go. But it's an excuse to use this. So, uh, everyone, get ready for a little bit of Boss Talk Dumb Fuck. If you don't like it, you're a dumb fuck. This is Boss Talk. Boss, boss Talk Dumb Fuck. If you don't like it, if you don't like it, don't like it. This is Boss Talk Dumb Fuck. Fuck me. Fuck you. I'm so happy. Yeah, he is. And so am I. On this edition of Boss Talk Dumb Fuck, uh, we're talking a little bit about... The person who would have been the fourth member if uh, David had his way, Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. He's been in the news lately. Um, Like maybe a couple years ago, he like he he made headlines when he said something along the lines of um, he's so dedicated to Tesla and and getting like some production run off the line. That he was going to sleep in his office, yeah, you know, and to make sure like he's always there working on it and getting things done. And recently, he was in the news for saying something similar, but a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk is on the news saying that he may require his employees to also sleep on the assembly line <laughs> <laughs> to get his targets uh, made. And I'm wondering, uh, you know, from your perspective now as an upper management landowner, mm-hmm. do you believe that's the way to manage a company? Do you believe that that's good for the stock? Do you think the stockholders are going to like that idea? Do you think that's boss talk? Or do you think he, that's a dumb fuck kind of comment to make out there in the world? I'm sure the stockholders are going to like it, but I think he's a dumb fuck. Okay. You think this? Uh, I don't I know. That's... I think even the stockholders might be like, that's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah, at the very least. But uh, but what do you what do you why do you think it's a dumb fuck thing? You think he doesn't have the authority? Or? I yeah, I don't think anyone has that kind of authority or should have that kind of authority over employees. It's like was it back in the? Well, I don't know if it was Ford that did it. They had like the company towns mm-hmm. where like oh they they'd give you a place to live and you could be right next to the factory and work all the time. But it, like they'd pay you in company money and you'd have to spend it at the company store <laughs> like on <Disney>. fucking yeah, <laughs> like some bullshit like that. That's what that sounds like. Yeah. It's like nobody wants to be that involved in their job because it's just a fucking job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's kind of like the trend I've, I found particularly in millennials. Um, millennial culture like when we were when we were in college maybe just getting Mm -hmm. out of college like the big culture was hustle culture yeah it was like you know i'm gonna do what it takes for my success you know and like like a lot of people would like all these tech founders would come out and they'd be seen as visionaries a la steve jobs like everyone wore a turtleneck Mm -hmm. and uh their product was going to change the world and then like 
when all the funding ran out <laughs> and none of nothing changed the world. <laughs> like that all crashed. And now, like if you go on the memes machines, like all of the all the memes are not about hustle culture. There's a few people with their alpha male supplements that still talk hustle culture. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it's like uh let's let's take a vacation culture. Yeah. Let's, it's like what's the purpose of all this work is not yeah. to be making stuff it's to be able to afford a, a leisurely life exactly and if <laughs> if the process is not leisurely then like why why are you fucking killing yourself for someone else to make a buck exactly you know the millennials these days we're, we're not about them capitalistic virtues we're about we're about hobbit virtues that's right you know we're about good food good drink good company a nice little smoke on a pipe once in a while. Good conversation. Mm -hmm. You know? That's what it's about. That's what I feel it's about. I feel like a hobbit right now. <laughs> I'm going to be a hobbit for the rest of my life, I've decided. I'm glad. I'm, I hope we can, uh, from here on, refer to the Dixon household as the Shire. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, when I was flying home, I, like, uh... I have like this playlist of chill lo-fi beats that take on Howard Shore's Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Yeah. You know, so it's just like uh, all those Lord of the Rings music, but with like that chill beat so you can kind of like fall asleep. Never fell asleep, but the point is like I was listening to that and listening like to the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, you know, mm -hmm. but better. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's life for us now. I can't imagine being a Tesla employee and then like seeing on a tweet <laughs> from my boss that he's like, we're going to have our employees sleeping on the line. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I think that's pretty universal, man. I don't yeah, going to have to find some new employees then. Yeah, I don't know like how that could ever possibly be boss talk. Besides like, well, that's what the boss said. So I guess we have to do it. <laughs> that's why Elon Musk is a dumb fuck. You're a dumb fuck! And this has been Boss Talk Dumb Fuck. Woo! If you don't like it, you're a dumb fuck. This is Boss Talk. Boss, boss Talk Dumb Fuck. If you don't like it, if you don't like it, don't like it. This is Boss Talk Dumb Fuck. Fuck me. Fuck you. I'm so happy. Florida man's been in the news. You sent me an article. I did. A man was going in for surgery on his brain. Mm -hmm. uh, he had some sort of brain tumor. And... One of the things that caught the brain tumor early for him was he was a guitar player and he noticed that like he was getting shittier. Mm -hmm. Have you ever gotten shitty at guitar and you were like, it's not me, it's definitely a brain tumor. <laughs> I've definitely gotten shittier at guitar. I shouldn't, I should have thought of, uh, you should probably go get that check. Probable dude. brain anomalies. Yeah. yeah. But no, I didn't, uh, didn't make that connection. Okay. But this guy did. Yeah. And he turned out to be right. Yeah. So what do they do in the operating room to make sure that they're operating well? You said it's the most metal shit ever. I think he actually insisted on uh, being awake during the procedure. Okay. So like there was part where they have to open him up mm -hmm. and like access his brain and they put him down for that part. But then they woke him up during the operation to like remove this mass but they didn't want to do anything that was going to like further exacerbate the problem. 
So he's awake and they're kind of poking around and he's just playing guitar. And if they like do something that fucks with his playing, he's like, nah. And so they do something different. <laughs> <laughs> like at the end, he's Steve Vai. <laughs> <laughs> like, just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> We're going to figure this out. <laughs> he was never that good. That's quite the concept. Like, that's a lot of pressure, not only on the doctor, you know, mm-hmm. doing brain surgery. Yeah. But the guitar player being like, if I fuck up like just a normal fuck up. Yeah. They're going to think they're operating on my brain wrong. That's my thing is like, I feel like I would, I get a little stage fright kind of deal. Like if I'm performing in front of people, I'm not as mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Especially like laying on your side with yeah. your brain exposed. <laughs> like not, <laughs> not in a position you would typically play guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was doing it for like two hours or something like yeah. that. The same riffs. What were the riffs? Uh, it was like some fucking system of a down thing and like Deftones. So poor, it was like... Poor doctors. Yeah. Poor doctors. It, it could have been the most metal thing if he picked like some Slayer riffs or something. No. He, he went with these... I mean, I don't know how much how much you can listen to Chop Suey. Yeah. Like I would, I would start sucking at the riff just after a while, just being bored of it, you know? Yeah. This guy's going down. He's like, it's about most metal idea ever. He's doing smoke on the water for fucking six hours. <laughs> <laughs> what riff would you choose if you had to choose a riff to like do over and over again? Like, so something you're good at now mm-hmm. that they could test you with and that you could replay over and over again. Probably the Trooper by Iron Maiden. So you can you can kind of nail that riff. Yeah. And you can play it over and over again. I think I could. Okay. And if something's wrong, you, you're not going to blame yourself. You're going to blame the doctor. Right. I mean, I, I guess I've never played it like in that position again. If I was going for something easier, like uh, Breaking the Law by Judas Priest is pretty simple. Okay. Is that something that like it would be hard to fuck up unless your brain was fucked up, probably? And if like they messed up that, <laughs> if they messed up your surgery while you were playing Breaking the Law and you tried yeah. to take that malpractice suit, it would probably just get thrown right out. <laughs> you were playing Breaking the Law, dude. They were just vibing. <laughs> now you want to sue? I don't know. What would I pick if I had to play? Like that's the thing. It's like I don't know like riffs so so very well. Yeah, I'm not a riff boy. I like to play chords and stuff. I like to do a little finger picking, but I've never, I've never been really good at like, like just picking some pre-written thing and then trying to like learn the pre-written thing. I should. Mm. It's just laziness on my part that I can't. But, um, if I had to pick something, shit, I would just die. I would just, <laughs> I would, I'd just be like, just take that scalpel and just shove it right in the gooey part, doctor. Just. <laughs> Just shove and twist. Give me a back lobotomy. <laughs> I don't know. Good to be back here in the Scott Cast land. We got the Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs playing in the background. They haven't. It's been seventeen seven this entire time. It's the fourth quarter. We're thinking. We're starting to think Kansas City Chiefs are going to be the ones playing the Lions in the Super Bowl this year. It's looking that way. Yeah, but we could take care of them. We did the first game of the year, yeah. Yeah. I bet, like, what's going to happen right before the Super Bowl is Taylor Swift's going to break up with Travis Kelsey, and he's mm-hmm. going to be so sad. 
He's going to be so upset. He's going to be crying and stuff yeah. like that. And like his hands are going to be so sweaty. And like the, the Chiefs are going to be like completely disorganized. And mm-hmm. like <laughs> the NFL is going to keep like panning to like this empty seat in the stands. <laughs> Hell yeah. And they're not. It's just going to be a cakewalk for the Lions for the final thing. Because we've got this running theory that the reason why this season's been so weird is because Las Vegas is fixing the odds. Mm-hmm. Well, they're hosting the Super Bowl. They're hosting the Super Bowl. Like, if you watch um, any of these games, like, you, you're going to see ads for gambling products mm-hmm. at least two, three times, like, per ad break yeah it's insane like gambling is more promoted on the nfl than dick pills <laughs> and it used to be all dick pills that's true on the nfl it was like is it soft don't have to be <laughs> you know and one of two things got those dick pills off mm-hmm. the nfl ad roster yeah either everybody who took them died or Blue Chew just completely took over the market for Viagra and dick pills. Mm. Did you know that the patent and the formula for Viagra is public domain now? No. That's why you're seeing all these Blue Chew advertisements and stuff. Okay. If we wanted to, we could make Scott Cass dick pills. <laughs> you know? Can you imagine people taking a little orange pill right before they have a night of uh, out in the town? Mm. You know? We all this time we've been saying that athletic greens make your dick hard, <laughs> <laughs> right? We were just we we're just priming the <laughs> we were just priming the audience into into thinking that like uh, you know we're the we're the hard, hard dick podcast to listen to, but you know I'm gonna have to edit that to be like Scott Cast pills make your dick hard. What's up? Oh yeah, we'd be good at that. Like if if you were listening to us casually, right, mm-hmm. and then like we got super energetic all of a sudden, started talking about getting your dick hard, mm-hmm. and it was like ten bucks to try. Yeah, you'd order some pills, probably. You don't even need to have a date for it. Just like uh, order the pills and see if it works. Yeah, you know, do a dry run, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that shit's public domain. We can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if I can even just find the. I'll, I'll I'll just talk about I'll just I'll just tell you guys how to make it right now, you yeah. know. Let me just Google it. Like <laughs> how to make Viagra at home, um, at home. Okay, let's see what Google says. A recipe for homemade Viagra. <laughs> You're gonna need one large watermelon quartered. <laughs> <laughs> Good start. Three quarters a cup of salt, three quarts of water, two quarts of ice cubes, a tablespoon of whole cloves, a tablespoon of whole allspice, nine cups of sugar, three cups of white vinegar of 5% acidity, three cups of water, a lemon thinly sliced, and five three-inch cinnamon sticks. That will get you (laughs) some homemade Viagra, according to 6abc.com. Okay. You know? Uh, sounds questionable. Six hours without a break. Homemade Viagra. Six hours without a break is too long. Yeah. I don't know. I've had, I've had my own experiences in the, 
in the realm of lovemaking. I don't want to get too explicit here. But like I'm done I'm done after fifteen minutes, just like cardio wise. Six hours is a long time, yeah. Six hours is just like it's like almost a whole day at work. It's, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, like, like, does that six hours include a lunch break? <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like, a, a lady can't appreciate six hours of, of lovemaking, getting getting dicked for six hours. That doesn't seem like it would be fun. Yeah. No, it's like, it it just doesn't seem right. But you know. It's not about if you do it. It's if you can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was out in the dating pool, I'm not, by the way. I'm going to be a single man till I die. I'm going to die like Bilbo Baggins, I've decided. Okay. I'm going to eventually take over this house because it's Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to die single with clutching my jewelry. Okay. Um, but anyways, if I were on the dating scene... Like, I would take my ability to stay in the sack for six hours, like, as a resume item. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I could do that. But we could shorten it to whatever you want in that time period, mm-hmm. as long as it's, like, 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a little thing called cardio I still need to work on. That's just that's just how, fair. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the longest you've ever lasted in, the, in a lovemaking session? Like 23 minutes? I've never, like, timed it. You never timed it? It's less than an hour, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fair. Yeah, that's about that's about right. Like, within an hour, like, I, I want I want peace and quiet. Yeah. Like, here's cab fare. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my books. Yeah, at that point, whether or not, like, either, us, either of us have been satisfied, like, it's just, just tired. <laughs> just tired. <laughs> you're like you're like Bubba and Forrest Gump. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired, Forrest. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> I'll never forget what he said. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so yeah, Baltimore still sucks. So it's looking like it's gonna be Kansas City. Looking that way. Yeah, yeah. Even though yeah, they they're doing like close ups of all the players, and like they don't look like they've got drive in them anymore. Yeah. You know, they look like oh, <laughs> they look like they're on the the bottom half of that hour of lovemaking. Being like, <laughs> I'm just trying to get done. <laughs> Why is there time on the clock still? <laughs> so it's looking like the Kansas City Chiefs are the AFC champions of this uh, this here game. But anyway, what else do we got to talk about? I got a list of things. Uh, we had some stuff about politics we're gonna start talking politics i've decided that because like um any podcast worth their salt throws Mm -hmm. out a political opinion is hard for a certain political bent Mm -hmm. and and you know they garner just by choosing a political side it used to be if you take a political side you're having your audience Mm -hmm. but now if you take a political side you gain half of america they will all support you. If like, yeah. if like we go all in right or left, the entire right or left will support us, buy our products, wear them proudly, take the Scott Cash Viagra pill, last six hours, and then vote with their dick. Hell yeah. 
you know, along the party lines that they have chosen before they ever listen to us. So we're going to start talking politics. Um, and the first thing we, we should talk about is a little bill being passed by a Missouri senator, mm-hmm. Missouri lawman. I haven't read too much into it, but I don't think I have to. Being proposed, probably not passed. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I mean, come on, have some fucking optimism. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm for it to be. Yeah, we're both for it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the bill is that the guy wants, for some reason, <laughs> he must be a good shot, but <laughs> he's saying that uh, they should reintroduce dueling in political office. Mm. And I am for that, both as a joke, but also in complete seriousness. Mm-hmm. You know, like there is so much vitriol in the political atmosphere. If we could just like take Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, Alexandria Cortez, mm-hmm. give them a gun, tell them to walk 50 paces and turn around, you know, I guarantee half the country is going to be happy in 10 minutes. <laughs> like what? other situation has made half the country happy <laughs> that fast <laughs> you know mm-hmm. just keep it going keep it going until we get a unanimous thing i'm tired of reading about congress being completely divided about every issue and then like forestalling things i think for our entire adult lives the issues in the ballot box have been the fucking same yeah as like isn't that the case has like anything ever been decided Nothing has really, it it doesn't feel like anything's been accomplished. Ever. Like, they did stuff that was sort of a step forward, but not really. And then, like, in the ensuing years, the other side is so mad that they just, like, gut it and make it completely like it didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, they just, like, it's... Like, Affordable Care Act. Like, hey, lots of uninsured people get insurance, but not really, though. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just it's like just a weird requirement where you have to sign and up it's on still this like website. this this toxic insurance system we're still paying into like feeding the pockets of the insurance companies it's not like a, a system that really benefits people in terms of healthcare uh outcomes or quality yeah they never went that never <laughs> went away the insurance companies never went away yeah like uh what else, what else has never been decided but it's like still a thing oddly like I think the entire, the entire syllabus of my civics class I took, and when when Bush was in power, mm. is like still the thing. You know, wars in the Middle East. We're still talking about that. Yeah. You know, and like, if we could just like give politicians guns, <laughs> let the guy who yeah. shot best instead of sending other people to war. Yeah, like you guys figure it out. Yeah, you guys go. <laughs> Oh, you want to give Ukraine support? You want to give Israel support? Here's a gun. <laughs> you go fucking, go shoot a guy. <laughs> you're so fucking good at it. Yeah. You know, you're so gung-ho. You want to send support, put your, put your trigger finger where your mouth is. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, so I'm completely, I'm completely for um, dueling politicians. Yeah. Worst case scenario, um, we get term limits. Right. (laughs) The limit is how long can you dodge a fucking bullet? (laughs) You know, not too bad. Not too bad. You know, you're seeing fucking Mitch O'Connell versus like Paul Ryan for speakership. (laughs) Something like that. Mitch O'Connell's like, what am I doing here? (laughs) And he gets blasted. Um, So 
So that's one of the many things that have come across my my uh, feed mm-hmm. while I was on the internet, like in the fucking airport, waiting for waiting for things to happen. Because that's all you're doing when you're traveling internationally. You just sit and hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I came across was this advertisement for this clickbait article. Some facts about historical figures uh, that you weren't taught in school. Mm. You know, little things. Yeah. And basically, what I want to do is like a little game uh, with you. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you what a historical figure, and you're going to tell me if they were a pedophile. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's all yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Charlie Chaplin. When did he mm-hmm. meet his wife? What age was his wife when he met her? Like 12. Exactly 12, yeah. yeah. And what age was he? 30. 31. Yeah. Wow, you were really close to that. Were, are you like following? I was so much familiar. Wasn't his like cousin too? What's with the cousin fuckers? I don't know. There's a lot of cousin people. Yeah. Uh, Albert Einstein had sex with his cousin for mm-hmm. a long time. A lot of cousin sex with him. It's uh He was a genius. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Man was a genius. He had sex with his cousin. <laughs> you know, he, he didn't have enough time <laughs> to do the family reunion and dating. Time is relative. <laughs> time is relative. So, so is so, your mate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Let's see. Let's like all of these facts are going to ruin the historical figure. In question. They're not yeah. all about pedophiles, by the way, but, uh, all right, so like I'm skipping over things because they're not they're too bad for Scott Cast. <laughs> oh no. So if you if you're a fan of Henry Ford, PT Barnum, uh, or Steve Jobs, <laughs> like maybe do some googling on their Wikipedia. Um, do you know why the Wright brothers are famously considered uh, fathers of aviation? Cuz they built a plane that flew like 30 feet. Yeah. <laughs> And then they vehemently uh, pursued litigation against anybody with similar technology in the uh, run-up and the and the aftermath of that. Yeah, because they wanted uh, they wanted to own uh, complete patents over the ability to fly. Which you know, yeah, if they would have succeeded, we would be we'd be all on Kitty Hawk flyers. Mm-hmm. I'd be taking a Kitty Hawk all the way from Argentina. It would have taken five fucking years. Might as well get on a boat. But that's Sounds their big like thing. Some Elon Musk kind of shit they would someone would do. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, you just take credit for take credit for an an invention and then uh but most stifle any sort of innovation about it. Yeah. I mean, that's the Edison playbook, right? That is, yeah. That was the Edison playbook. Um you know, I mean, it, it does take a you know, you could debate a little bit about like it's revealed that Edison was kind of like not much of his genius as you would consider him to be. Yeah. But but maybe because of how dickish he was and, and how bent he was on getting shit into mass production, that he was a force that brought the technology to the forefront. Like, he stole a lot of things from Tesla, right? The Nikola Tesla. Yeah. But, like, that guy didn't give a fuck about selling his shit. That's true. He, he talked to pigeons. <laughs> Like, like his, like the love of his life. He wasn't, he might've been a pedophile because pigeons lived to be like five, Mm -hmm. but the love of his life was a pigeon. Mm -hmm. Like he died, like, like being like, make sure the pigeon gets nuts. 
You know, so like none of his inventions would have hit the mainstream, I don't think, if they weren't stolen by uh, Edison. Perhaps. You know, I don't know. Is there, what's the, what's the ethics behind that, do you think? I don't know, like man. Maybe you should have gave like, him a check, maybe, at least? So he doesn't die in poverty? Yeah, he also died in poverty, so that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, he died in poverty fucking a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> like, At yeah. tight cloaca. Uh, I don't know. Megalomaniac Edison doesn't get any sympathy for me. Maybe there's something to be said for, like, his industrial prowess or whatever the fuck that, like, spread things. But, I don't know. Uh, that's gross to me. I don't know. Okay, who's worse? Thomas Edison for stealing the inventions mm -hmm. to satiate his ego, mm -hmm. or Helen Keller for supporting eugenics. <laughs> <laughs> Let's she see probably just supported eugenics in a wish that she had never been born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he also supports euthanasia. <laughs> That's kind of understandable. <laughs> Oh my god, we taught this we taught this blind deaf dumb lady to fucking talk. What did she have to say? Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Kill me now. <laughs> yeah, Edison's worse. But yeah, apparently uh Keller's known for her struggle, but um she spoke out against Nate racism and inequality, so that's good. Um But let's see. But she held some controversial opinions, including euthanasia and eugenics. Yeah, it's not a very good article. I'm also yeah. getting the headlines here. Uh, Picasso was a misogynist and woman abuser. Um, turns out all those paintings he did where women are all disfigured and fucked up looking were actually just accurate portrayals. Um, Mother Teresa encouraged ill patients to suffer but went straight to the hospital whenever she sneezed. Mm -hmm. Um... Dr. Seuss had an affair with a family friend while his wife had cancer. Sigmund Freud was a cocaine addict. Is that so bad? I mean, everybody knew that. Everyone knows that. And like, well, I mean, I mean, he was overconfident in a lot of aspects of his theories. Yeah. Like, what do you think is the most overblown aspect of Freudianism that, that really holds no water? I think our childhood relationship, like our... Our uh, parent-child relationships definitely have a lot of, to do with how we formulate relationships down the road. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it's because we want to fuck our parents. You don't? No. I'll explain this, and I bring out all sorts. Of, no, but <laughs> I mean, in, in like a very abstract way, like they model relationships for us. We may say, "Oh, I want a relationship like that." Sure. But not like literally wanting to. To be in there, you know. You're not. You're not. You're not all about sucking that teat. <laughs> <laughs> Man, when I stopped sucking that teat, <laughs> all I wanted was to keep that teat up. Everything know. was downhill from there. Yeah, all other teats were poor facsimiles of that original <laughs> teat. <laughs> yeah, and like he's like I think Freud famously famously said, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Yeah, I think someone was uh, trying to point out that. Uh, all his his cigar things is probably something phallic, right? Right. He liked to puff on the tip of a I mean, like phallic that's, object. That's fun to think about if you're doing like uh, making fun of people. <laughs> like yeah, media reviews or like watching movies and finding symbolism, or reading books and finding symbolism. But 
um, in terms of like actual human psychology. It's not, doesn't hold water. No. No. Like, so like, like what would make it so that it did hold water? Like, is there, is there a reason why it was proven that it doesn't hold water or is just, was there like uh, experiments done in psychology to kind of figure out if people um, want to bang their mothers or not? I mean, there's still people that's practice psychodynamic therapy. Um, but it's like not, uh, you can't really study it in terms of like, um, uh, you know, control group and, and it's not like a structured intervention. It's like all this interpretation that you would have to code somehow. And like, it can last for years and years and years. And like all the evidence-based practices we have now, it's like very, like, this is what you do session one. This is what you do session two. <laughs> okay. And you can like, div you can give that in like 12 sessions, 24 sessions. And then you can do a control group with like whatever people do normally in, in therapy and like compare them. Whereas like psychodynamic is, it's uh, it's like a whole different thing. It's like only rich people do that. And it's arguably helpful, but there's not like a an end goal necessarily. Is it like astrology? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's it's there's nothing really proven. And it's like I mean, there's there's aspects of it that are helpful, but it's not anything that's unique to psychodynamic therapy. It's like active listening. Okay. And like right, you know, just being able to talk about stuff kind of helps people process stuff. Like that's uh, an aspect of like any fucking intervention that you can give. Yeah, like I was, I was. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, when you said, when you said it's only rich people do this, when I think about that, it's like, okay, if only rich people, like, you can't buck up against what the rich person says, because mm -hmm. they'll stop paying for your practice, you know, like, they, they, they don't have, they don't have the kind of problems that they need to be fixed, you know? I mean, you can give them an interpretation that maybe makes them see things in a different way, and that'll be like, oh, but it's yeah, it's not like they have real problems. <laughs> yeah, so you gotta you gotta really toe the line if you're if your guy is the rich guy. Yeah, you know, um, what else do we got here? Mahatma Gandhi. What do you think his problem was? He had some weird stuff about like laying with young girls. That's exactly it, man. Yeah. It's like you read this article. <laughs> Yeah, he, he liked to, uh, he, he called it, <laughs> so many problems with this, but he called it testing his uh, fortitude mm -hmm. that he would, <laughs> he would sleep ass naked with like 12 year old girls, mm -hmm. like several 12 year old girls at once and sleep ass naked. And it was testing his fortitude, which begs the question, so there are times he failed? <laughs> Like, that's what it's, it sounds like. It's, it's a weird thing to yeah. be like, uh, I'm not sure. Like, it's a weird thing to test. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't need to be tested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I will, I will tell you right now. Not interested. <laughs> would not, would not do the 12 year old girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not into that. But, but, you know, uh, Mahatma Gandhi, uh, the man of peace. Man of very young pieces. Let's see. 
Charles Lindbergh had uh, kids with German mistresses. Oh, okay. If you had to pick one first lady who was a lesbian, who would you pick? Mm. Um, this one is kind of obvious when you think about it. You know, you have to think about a very particular thing, though. I I don't know. Is it like is it a recent one or a later uh, early one? It's early modern history. So twentieth century. I have no idea. Eleanor Roosevelt. Okay. Oh, okay. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, I guess. FDR, very powerful man from the hip up. Yeah. Hip <laughs> down, fair. not quite so much. Okay. Turned out Eleanor Roosevelt had many women friends. Okay. Um, I bet FDR could do the cunnilingus pretty well, though. I mean, yeah. He had to compensate for, you know. I don't know, but did they do that back then? I don't know. Like, because they say these, like, I hear, like, um, I hear, oh, okay, so it's uh, it's official that the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> I hear <laughs> that men are uh, averse to going down on ladies. Yeah. Which I don't understand particularly as a man myself. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just seems like a good old time. But, like, uh, like there was this Batman TV show, recent Batman TV show, mm-hmm. the Harley Quinn show. Um, so it's like a kind of a comedy, like Dietrich Bader plays Batman. Yeah. And there was this scene that they had to cut out. Um, but there was this scene that they had to cut out where, um, Batman goes down on Catwoman. Yeah. And the note from the executives was heroes don't do that. Said the executive. (laughs) Said the executive. Yeah. Like I don't understand that, and like uh, that that has been I've heard I've heard that kind of comment before. Yeah, and like particularly in superheroes, that superheroes don't go down on women <laughs> for some reason, and like I don't I what's the where does that come from? You know, like mm-hmm. I guess it's maybe some ancient belief or something like that. Oh, we should make a a porn spoof of like the. Marvel Universe or something. Okay. And it's like all these superheroes banging and one's got super speed and one's like super fast like a bullet and, and it's like uh, whatever. But like all the, the regular like good guys are like the ladies are unsatisfied because they don't you know do the thing. Okay. And the villains come in and who's the real hero? <laughs> <laughs> the Joker's just got his tongue out like <laughs> <laughs> Thanos's tongue is like vibrating. <laughs> I am in the blow. <laughs> That's gonna be clipped out for before the show, right? I am in the All right, man. So we're we're at the we're at the end of our. <laughs> weird fucking episode uh, the fabulous return episode yeah um, of Scott Cast and Sonny Hamtramck um, we've laid out our mission statement we're here to make money <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we need as much support as possible yeah. I'm gonna get the site back up I'm gonna get some good merch up I'm gonna dedicate myself to making Scott Cast profitable in some way <laughs> <laughs> but uh, besides that uh, what did we learn today what did we learn today um, I guess we learned that uh, in order to have power and 
and money that you kind of have to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Or you got to hustle and like sleep on the line. So uh, how are we going to make Scott Cast like the thing? Well, are here, we gonna... here's what we're going to do. Like hustle culture is out. Yeah. Hobbit culture is in. Mm-hmm. We're going to play it smart. Yeah. We're going to be the foremost practitioners of Hobbit culture. Okay. And we're going to broadcast it. You know? So we're sleeping on the line. <laughs> <laughs> we are sleeping on the line, and that is where we make our money. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is the profitable part, is the sleeping <laughs> the job. But we're also stealing Viagra and selling that back to you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to make our own Viagra. We're going we're gonna to get some cooked up here. We'll have that ready by next by next episode. We'll have a link for you to buy some Viagra from us. You know, go pound your wife mm-hmm. for for fifteen minutes. But also go down on her. Go down on her if you're a villain. <laughs> <laughs> if you're evil. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's 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 what you learned. And like what I learned is that like this is this is where I need to be. Yeah, I need to be pursuing these stupid. These stupid ideas, because eventually one of these is going to hold some fucking water, mm-hmm. and I'm going to change the world a lot like all those pedophiles did. But I'm not going to be a pedophile, so it's going to be a huge leap for mankind when a non-pedophile <laughs> does something good for the world. <laughs> nice. All right, why don't you lead us out, Pod King Ian Dixon? All right, thanks. Here from us at the Super Colorful Original Telecommunicated Transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. We bid the adieu. See you later, Scottcastigators. All hail Scottcast! Glory be to Scottcast! Yeah! Hey, uh, love Scottcast. I don't believe it. I'm Jane, my dear.